It is finally here, Friday edition, WindDailySports.com, sponsored by the Thrive app. We'll give you more information about that soon here. But Windaily Sports, and we have a nice weekend coming up, Jason Mezrahi. Not a weekend of talking about, you know, who we're going to draft in our fantasy football leagues. This is a weekend about actual games, results. We're going to see plays. We're going to see games. Uh, it's a pretty good time of the year, isn't it, Jason? Hundred percent, man. Week one, it's a, it's a scary, scary week for everybody because everybody's kind of playing scary. with what they think is a blind hand. And I go into it every year, like, how much money should I risk in week one with not knowing so much information? But you have a lot of information at the same time. You have Vegas totals, you have quarterbacks and running backs who were established, and wide receivers right. who were established. We, we can go so. off of past seasons to go off of. Like, yeah, there yeah. are a bunch of established quarterbacks and wide receivers and defenses and coaches that I think there is some reliance on. And yeah, it's going to vary to a slight degree, but you're right. We There are a lot of numbers and a lot of established players that we can rely on. And is that who we're targeting kind of week one? Like, What's the, the difference of, I guess, a week one strategy for DFS than it is a you know uh, other weeks? Because I feel like this one, it's a more of a reliance on established players and not going out and putting a Trevor Lawrence into your lineup, you know, or putting a Zach Wilson or whatever rookie quarterback and rookie talent into your lineup. I think, I think you still take risks. Don't get me wrong. You're still going to take shots on, on quarterbacks or wide receivers or rookies or guys that you're not a hundred percent confident on, but what you're dealing with in week one and you're not hopefully dealing with in week six is by week five or week six, you know that team a can't stop the run or Team B is a heavy run offense. Like You don't necessarily know that going into week one. Who's going to have the Swiss cheese secondary? You can take a <laughs> guess and, and say that might be Philadelphia or, Philadelphia or Tennessee or Atlanta, teams that have problems you know, defending, or even Seattle at times. Their defense was you know terrible last year. They, they came off like five years of having the Legion of Boom and, and a great defense. And the last couple, they've been really struggling. So you don't really know that 100% because you're not in training camps. You don't really see the guys who are really putting the work in in the secondary or the O-line or the D-line to really make that transition. Typically, don't, a team doesn't go from, you know, 32nd ranked defense, you know, against the run to the number one defense against the run. So you can expect – they'll be closer to where they were last year than farther away. But there's going to be some, you know, variance there. So you're dealing with that. And you're dealing with situations where there's a couple teams that you don't really know the established way that the team's going to flow because there's some new pieces like a Najee Harris on Pittsburgh. Is he really going to step in as a rookie and be that bell cow? And are they going to resort to the run more than the past like they did last year without a running back? So those are things you don't really know. And like I said, you don't really know how much money you really want to invest in week one and take advantage of the overlay. We talked about Thrive Fantasy. They're going to have a ton of overlay in their in their week one contest. Like right now, let's be honest, they have 300 people in. It's a 5,000 entry contest, 5,555, $100,000 guaranteed. They're not going to fill that bad boy up. That means there's going to be overlay. That means you got to beat less people to cash in your tournament. So we have a promo with them. You can download their app, use promo code WinDaily. We have links all over the site. You'll get a deposit match up to hundred bucks. And we'll also give you a free month membership to WinDailySports.com. So you check that out. Look for overlay. I remember one year we went to, I went to a DraftKings, you know, special invite only 
I had a good lineup going. I made a couple bucks. That's why you're the boss man here. (laughs) Yeah, but you know what happened at the end of the day? I bump into the guy next to me, and he's like, yo, I won so much money. He's like, I'm like, I thought I had a good team. I I made a couple bucks, like $1,000, $2,000. He's like, yo, I entered all these contests on Yahoo, and none of them filled. So whatever I entered, I just like automatically cashed. He made like thirty, forty thousand dollars that day Jeez. just by dealing with overlay. Not to say that's going to happen <laughs> this week, but there are instances where overlay really does, you know, make a huge difference. So with Thrive, take advantage of that overlay. You're trying to build your bankroll. Winning a million maker is not the easiest thing to do, but when there's overlay, that gives you better odds. You know, so we don't talk about that much, but take advantage of stuff like that and also take advantage of single entry contests, which, you know, I like to play more than anything else. I'm not a big mass entering, you know, entering 150 lineups in every tournament. I really focus in on a, a, an optimal lineup or two, have a couple different variations and go at it that way. So what we're going to do today is teach you some strategy and at the same time, go position by position and kind of, you know, get everybody started and feeling a little more confident about week one. Yeah, we have all the links available to you. And if you just want to go to thrivefantasy.com and then use the promo Win Daily, then you also get that as well. And a free month membership for Win Daily as well. So thrivefantasy.com, all the links also at windailysports.com. And what we're going to do now is go over position by position for the DFS slate for week one. As you can see here, there are always positional breakdowns each week that we're going to be doing. We have projection models for you, all the tools available, and we still have our promo as well going on if you use the promo code nfl 2021 you can get a gold membership six months for a hundred dollars off a 299 value for 199 for the season six months all you have to use is the promo code nfl 2021 when you sign up and you get all the articles here that go in depth in these positions we're going to go through some of the plays that we do like for week one and we'll start off with the quarterback position Look, I don't think we're going to go too deep into this one. You know, I don't think we're going to go to the Joe Burrows, the Baker Mayfields, and the Carson Wentz's of the world. It's mostly the top guys, but, you know, who are the top guys we're going to rely on? And I honestly think that Patrick Mahomes could could be a really good play here. Yeah, I think he's going to be the guy that I'm going to resort to in cash games. I don't play a ton of cash games, but I do sprinkle in a couple you know, single entry cash games and double ups and, and, you know, make sure I have the the optimal lineup in that. And I think it's either going to be Mahomes for me, um, which I'll probably roll out in most of those games. The guy is just a stud. You know, you, you kind of went over in your podcast yesterday on, on Thursday, breaking down his September stats. This guy just crushes September, never loses, never throws a pick, throws touchdowns, throws for 300 yards. So you're pretty much getting a, a lock button on Mahomes. Pretty good matchup with Cleveland. Not the best matchup, but the best over-under of the entire slate. So make sure you look at Vegas totals when, you know, focusing on what games to focus on. So Mahomes is at top for me. We have Kyler Murray also ranked, you know, on our projection model. He's number one on the board. Just due to that rushing upside, it should be an up pace as well against Tennessee. So Kyler Murray is in a great spot. Josh Allen. You know, Pittsburgh's defense is not what it was before, if you're looking back four or five years ago. So Josh Allen's in play, Russell Wilson. And then, you know, if you come off of those four players, I think Aaron Rodgers and Jalen Hurts. Tannehill can be thrown in. I'm not a big Tannehill guy, but Jalen Hurts 
the rushing upside, the discount at 6,400 versus Atlanta, and then Aaron Rodgers coming in with a chip on his shoulder, playing in New Orleans at 6,800 on DraftKings, value there. And then, like, that's the core of my lineups will be, you know, sprinkling the right percentage of all those quarterbacks, waiting more Mahomes and Murray for cash, and then opening up players like Aaron Rodgers um, and and Jalen Hurts more for GPPs. I think Jalen Hurts, due to his his price tag, you can play him in cash because he has a rushing floor. Um, but outside of those guys, you know, if you want to, if you're making a hundred lineups, I would definitely have a share or two of Sam Darnold. I'd have a share or two of Matt Ryan. I'd have a share or two of Trevor Lawrence and Kirk Cousins and Ben Roethlisberger. And outside of that, I pretty much would end there. Jameis Winston will get a share or two as well. And you can't count out Fitzpatrick. You know, Fitzpatrick is a gunslinger. He might go out there and throw for 300 yards and two or three touchdowns too. But the pro- proportion of my lines will be up top with the guys that I mentioned first. Yeah, and I think you know, there, there are a couple things working in Patrick Mahomes' favor here. Uh, I think it's the fact that, you know, I, I heard you say this before. We were talking on my show yesterday about this, that, you know, Patrick Mahomes, people are just scared to to put him in lineups because everybody thinks, oh, well, he's the top play and he's going to be in everybody's lineup, and then nobody puts him in his lineup. All right. And so I, I think that's coming into play here. But also, I think people are a little bit scared off of just the matchup because we're looking at this as – uh, two really good teams in Kansas City and Cleveland, and I think you, people want to find advantages going against Houston's defense, going against Tennessee's defense, and I get that, but the numbers for Patrick Mahomes in September are staggering. Ten career games in September, not only have the Chiefs won every game, but they've scored 34.4 points per game, averaged 330 passing yards per game while throwing 32 touchdowns, and 124.4 passer rating and not a single interception. But he's been automatic in September. I don't think a matchup against Cleveland should... Obviously, Cleveland's defense is good. and They have good edge rushers, and the offensive line is going to be a little bit of a concern, but there's no concern here with Patrick Mahomes. You know what they're going to try and do. They want to throw the ball. They want to throw it a ton, and Patrick Mahomes can do that very well. So, yeah, I'm with you. Kind of staying at the top there as well. Running backs... This is where it gets a, a little bit interesting because I think the wide receivers were going to be able to find the most value. So it's, you know, which of the top guys? I think we're going to be able to get a top running back into our lineups. It's just which one. Yeah, look, uh, McCaffrey can't say anything bad about the guy. Um, the Jets defense looked a little bit better at the end of last year, but it's still the Jets. Carolina should be winning this game. Sam Donald's going to come in, you know, with a chip on his shoulder being kind of thrown out of New York after not really given a real opportunity with real talent, real running game behind him or offensive line that can protect him or some wide receivers are actually good. So he's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. They should be winning this game. The price tag of McCaffrey is a little bit high, 9,500, but the dude is a stud, man. So like if you can find a way to get McCaffrey in, you lock him in. Dalvin Cook, smash matchup against Cincinnati. He's going to go out there and get 100 all-purpose yards, probably one or two touchdowns. He's in a smash spot. Kamara, who I had a lot of question marks coming in, is Taysom Hill going to be his quarterback? Is Latavius Murray going to be behind? Is Michael Thomas going to be out there? None of those things went against him. He has Jameis Winston now. He's got no Latavius Murray behind him. And Taysom Hill, you know, will be in there for maybe some gadget plays, but he's the best receiver, best running back. So he's going to be on the field a bunch. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he catches, you know, catches 100 yards, 
runs for 100 yards, you know, multiple touchdowns. So Kamara has huge upside with a discounted price off of McCaffrey and Cook. Derrick Henry, another smash spot, 8,800 on, on DraftKings and a PPR. I would prefer Kamara, Cook, and McCaffrey over him, even though I, I love Henry. Now is where it gets really interesting. Our projection model, Win Daily Sports, has Gibson, Mixon, and Robinson pretty high, and they're all great value plays, you know, you know, sizing up. You know, Gibson is 5,900. Mixon is 6,200. James Robinson is 6,400. So I really like – I think I like Mixon and Robinson more than Antonio Gibson um, just due to the fact that, you know, they, they're going to be on the field pretty much every down, you know, for their team. So I think Mixon and Robinson really good values. Um, and I'm going to try to stay in that zone more than anything else. You know, there's, there's other plays on the board. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, Mike Davis at 5,400 is interesting against Philadelphia. You know, Chase Edmonds, I'm not a Chase Edmonds guy, really. Um, he hasn't really established himself when he had the opportunity before. Yeah. But at 4,600, up pace game against Tennessee. As long as he finds a way in the end zone one time, he can smash at 4,600. He is technically the starting running back, you know, for Arizona. So I think in your GPPs, a share of Edmonds, as long as Kyler Murray doesn't like vulture away all the rushing touchdowns away from Edmonds. Edmonds is in a good spot. Uh, Raheem Mozart, too, at 5,800. And Najee Harris at 6,300. Both those guys are interested. And if you want to play the ultimate feed, if you don't want to, you know, take a sure thing in Patrick Mahomes and, and pair Mahomes up with Tyreek Hill or Kelsey or both of them, the ultimate pivot for GPPs would be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. He's not going to be popular. Um, everybody forgets about him. I don't, I'm not a big fan of him. But for week one, Hilaire is sneaky. So I think that's a sneaky play for GPPs only. And, you know, you want to add one or two other names at the running back position that I can see have a good game. If Miles Sanders, you know, ends up being, you know, a three down back and getting 15, 20 touches in a game versus Atlanta, he'll be a guy that nobody rosters because of all the coach talk that went into the offseason of yeah. is he going to be out there all the time. And the last guy I'll mention is Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Um, you know, it should be a pretty good matchup for him in, against New Orleans. Um, I, I would assume Devontae Adams and, and the Rodgers pair would be kind of, you know, popular. So Aaron Jones, another like only for GPP type of setup. And one other guy more a, for a FanDuel play than a, a DraftKings play. I can see uh, Damian Harris, you know, finding a way into the end zone once or twice um, with Mac Jones alongside him. So I think Damian Harris, you know, is a play. And, and just to go back on Mac Jones, he's – extremely, extremely cheap on yep. DraftKings because he wasn't technically supposed to be in this game as a starter. So at 4,400 and Bridgewater too at 4,800, Duke can go out there and throw for 200 yards and two touchdowns and hit value at these prices. And, you know, going with a $4,000 quarterback in Bridgewater or Mac Jones, you free up $3,000 that now you can spread across your running backs and wide receivers where, you know, they have a good game and they throw for 250 and two touchdowns, maybe some 20 yards rushing or maybe three touchdowns in the air. You know, Bridgewater and Mac Jones become interesting for GPPs as well. So 
we're going to have because week one, as you just mentioned with the quarterbacks, like Mac Jones is right at the same price as Case Keenum. So like you're going to find value at the quarterback position and we're going to find value elsewhere too. Like James Robinson, I would consider a little bit of a value at this point. Now that we know he's RB one, you know, where, where I guess are we paying up for that? Are we paying up? Let's just say at tight end, because we know, if we dig deep at all, we don't get those top tight ends. It's worth getting like a Gerald Everett. You know, just where where are we paying up? Because I I have a feeling we're going to be able to pay up for plenty of top guys. I think the the right spot this week, if you want to play it safe and, and close to the vest, and you know, focus on single entries or cash games. I think where you want to pay up when there's value like this that's open at quarterback, and say you want to go a Mac Jones direction or or yep. Bridgewater. Uh, and dig deep there. I think you would, you know, you would pay up for your wide receivers because there's running backs like I just mentioned, like Joe Mixon, um, James Robinson, six thousand, six thousand. You pretty much know they have a very good opportunity to be in the right game script. They're going to be the bell cows. Not like you're playing a guy that's in a timeshare. You know, wide receivers is a different case. Like pretty much, you know, DK Metcalf. You know, in this matchup versus Indianapolis, or even Devontae Adams. You know. Stephon Diggs, you know, Tyreek Hill, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, you know, Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Those seven, eight guys I just mentioned, I would assume they all play pretty damn good in week one. Like they have, you know, 20 plus fantasy points. But in that next year, like I really can't give you a, a guarantee that guys like, say, a Robbie Anderson, who's in a good spot, or Corey Davis, who's technically the wide receiver one, or Terry McLaurin, or Julio Jones types. Like, I can't guarantee those guys, or who's going to be Jerry Judy or Cortland Sutton. Like, I like them both. You know, Odell Beckham, 5,400 going against KC, makes a lot of sense as my wide receiver too. But, you know, shoring up one of these top dog wide receivers really solidifies like a 20, 25 points on DraftKings for you where I like to lock in at least one of them, potentially even two of them, um, because the value at wide receiver could get a little sketchy uh, if, you, if you just become in a wrong game script and you're trying to work you know, a guy that has some inconsistencies. Yeah, and I'm just trying to show an example here, and we're going to get to the wide receivers now because you know I think you're right. We need to fill out some of the top wide receivers. Uh, but in that third spot, you are going to need to find a cheaper wide receiver. You know, I, I just heard you mention Jalen Hurts, and I've heard you mention Miles Sanders. You know, are we completing sort of a, a little stack here with the Eagles with Devontae Smith? Yeah, you can go a couple ways. Like like I said, you can play Jalen Hurts naked. Like, you don't necessarily yeah. have yeah. to play him because the rushing upside, because you'd be completely happy if you – you'd prefer if he ran two in instead of throw two in. You yes, know, you get extra right. points I'm okay there. with 150 so like, yards if, if he's close to, you know, 80 to 100 yards rushing and a couple touchdowns rushing. Right. Yeah, like you'd that's prefer where you get the him to rush those in yeah. because not only does that give you more points straight up, but it also Stuck takes away else. from people yeah. who stacked it too. So, like, you yeah. get double points if you just played him naked and he ends up yep. running, running the touchdowns in. So, like – with him, you can play him naked. Patching Mahomes, you got to pair him with either Kelsey or Hill or both. Um, the good thing is about like a guy like Rodgers or or Mahomes, you know who to pair him with. A guy like Hertz, you really don't know. A guy like Mac Jones, you really don't know. So like sometimes you get into a little bit of trouble. That's why I like going with quarterbacks where I know, you know, if you go with Rodgers, you better lock Devontae Adams. If you go yeah. with 
you know, I don't want to go to Herbert in this matchup, but if you're going to go to Herbert, you pretty much know Mike Williams or preferably Keenan Allen is the dude you want, you know, in that lineup with you. So these are situations that, you know, week to week you go through. You know, if, if you go with, you know, Josh Allen, you know you're going with Diggs. You go with Russell Wilson, yep. you know you're going DK Metcalf. So the, the, to solidify those stacks, you know, it really benefits going with a quarterback that you know there is an alpha in there that you want to get Metcalf or you want to get, you know, Keenan. Teams like Tennessee with Tannehill worry me because it could be a Julio Jones day. It could be an A.J. Brown day. Um, so those situations – that's where it gets a little bit dicey. Same thing with Roethlisberger. Do you really know if it's going to be Deontay Johnson or Juju or Claypool? It could be all three of them. We saw with Dallas, you know, CeeDee Lamb had a great game. Amari right. Cooper Michael had a Gallup great game. Gallup looked good. Cooper, yeah, yeah. all those guys are getting even targets. Even with Tampa Bay, you know, the GOAT came out, did what he had to do, wins another game, close game. Dak Prescott looked good. But Brady was able to at least feed two out of the three. You know, Evans didn't have a big game, but Godwin and Antonio Brown monster games Gronkowski found ways to be monster productive games, and get those yeah. touchdowns so it is what it is certain guys can feed two or three guys um but certain guys can't so you know when it comes down to value i think you'll find some in running back position you can find some in the quarterback position wide receiver i at least want to have one or two guys at at the the top tier to solidify those 20 points specifically on on DraftKings more than FanDuel because you got that full point ppr you got the bonuses for you know, 100 yards, and, and those things matter on DraftKings. So locking in a guy um, and pairing him with your quarterback is super important on both on both sides, FanDuel and DraftKings. Um, but, you know, your wide receivers are where there is going to be a lot of variance. And not to say that you can't scoop up a $3,000 wide receiver or a $4,000 wide receiver and they go out there and outproduce a Devontae Adams and and they have a monster game. It only takes a couple of plays for a wide receiver to really go out there. Like, you know, a Marvin Jones going against Houston at 3,600. One of the best values on the board, you know, on win daily, Michael Pittman without T Y Hilton going against yep. Seattle 4,100. This guy finds his way into the end zone, catches six passes for a hundred yards in the end zone. That's a monster day at 4,100. So like, I feel comfortable going with one or two top end, wide receivers, and then not necessarily punting, but going down to a $4,000 wide receiver. There are Judy's 4,800, Corey Davis, 4,900, Marquez Callaway. You know, we got to talk about New Orleans, 3,400 for, for Callaway. I know he's not established, but he is on paper, you know, wide receiver one, Traycon Smith, probably wide receiver two, more of a boomer bus play, but Callaway looks to be, you know, the guy in New Orleans as far as pass catching, he's 3,400. So, like, even if he catches four catches for 50 yards on DraftKings, he gets you nine points, you still hit value at 3,400. You'd like him to get 15, 20, don't get me wrong, but getting nine or 10 points out of a $3,000 player won't hurt you. Um, you'll probably be good, especially in your single entries, as long as those guys you pay up for, the Devontae Adams or, you know, quarterback in, in Mahomes, they have to go out there and really show up. Um, so sometimes just getting the value right doesn't need to hit for like massive amount of points. It just needs to hit enough where your guys that you pay up for have the opportunity to hit.
Yeah, and as you're seeing right now, there's a lot of flexibility here that you can work with uh, if you use a guy like Marvin Jones. And the thing is, like, we're going to have to get those guys in, right? Like, that, those are the ones that we're going to need to use because it can just open up so many things in our lineups and open up so many different combinations of some top players. Uh, and that goes into a little bit now tight end. Uh, because, you know, I have Logan Thomas in here right now. Of course, that can be different. But there are, you know, just one or two really top options. As we see, I mean, there's only one guy in general, Travis Kelsey, that is a top elite option. But where are we going outside of maybe him and Kittle? Like, where where are we looking at? Because we don't even have Waller on this slate because he's playing Monday Night Football. So it's even even thinner because the one like one other tight end we can rely on outside of Kittle and Kelsey is not even on this slate. So it's it's thin. This is what I'll tell you first. If you're gonna pay up, don't play Kittle. Like if you're gonna yes. pay up to yes. any point, you just go out there and grab the best guy. That's Travis Kelsey. It's not even a question. It's not even close. Who's the best tight end? It's Travis Kelsey in the entire league. Kittle. Has has fallen back, you know. The days that he was like the best receiver on that team is long gone. They have Samuel there, they have Brandon Ayuk there, so he's going to be involved. Don't get me wrong; he can have a monster game. But if you're going to pay sixty three hundred, I'd rather find the savings on DraftKings and pay eighty three hundred for Kelsey. Kelsey's going to go out there pretty much every week, catch a hundred yards receiving, probably catch anywhere from seven and ten passes, anywhere from one to two touchdowns. And he's going to, you know, the position scarcity at tight end, there's not anybody here that can match him. You know, Waller's the only one that could typically match him or come close to matching him. Everything else is pure luck if somebody ends up catching two touchdowns and, and Kelsey doesn't find it in his way in the end zone. That one week that that happens, it's okay. You're going to win all the other weeks where you played Kelsey. So in your single entries and your cash games, you just lock Kelsey and figure other things out. Now, in GPPs, I would still play my fair share of, of Kelsey, don't get me wrong, but you will take shots on Logan Thomas at 4,600 on DraftKings. Kyle Pitts at 4,400, this might be the only time you'll see this guy. Him and Logan Thomas under 5,000, so you play both of them. I'm not a Hawkinson guy, so I'm just going to fade him. Uh, Goddard, 4,800, He's a very safe pairing, I feel like, with Jalen Hurts. So if you're going to go Hurts, I kind of like Goddard over the wide receivers. But I won't have a ton of Goddard, you know, in general. Yeah. Um, once you get past that, the guy I like um, is Gerald Everett. You know, something's telling me this guy's going to have a really good year this year. I think he's in a great spot um, with Russell Wilson. He was in L.A. with Higby, always fighting for time and opportunities and what would typically happen would be the day that Higby couldn't suit up that day, everyone would have a really nice game, you know, whether it's four catches or five catches or 50 yards or a touchdown, he'd have good games. So the talent was there. Now he's going to step into that role, hopefully, in Seattle at 3,400. Again, guys, 3,400, don't yell at me if he doesn't <laughs> go out there and smash. All you really need out of a tight end at 3,400 is three catches, right? For 40 yeah. yards, and you're good. Get you seven points, eight points. You are completely fine. If he gets you a touchdown, you are you are ahead of the field um, for the most part. So I, I like Everett. That's the cheapest I'll probably go. I know some people might say, you know, Irv Smith is hurt, and, and Tyler Conklin's going to go in there 
No, a, yeah, not doing yeah, it's, that. It's, no. it's a risk. You know, he's popping in our model um, as, a, as a strong value play, you know, due to his price tag at 2900 But I guess because he's going to no, be on the field, like, right. A couple of, yeah, a couple of targets a could go his yeah. way, but yeah. Yeah, I, just know it. But again, at 2900 if he catches one pass for eight yards in the first right. half and second half, he catches a touchdown, he smashes value. So you don't really need much. Um, even if he gets you four points, you can still you can survive that. Um, he he just can't get you a zero for the most part. Yeah. So Conklin, look, I wouldn't go overboard with him. I would play him if I made fifteen lineups. I might play him in one or two. Mm. Not going to go overboard. I don't really see a way that he smashes you know every week because just because Irv Smith is is out. Um, Logan Thomas, great spot, forty six hundred. Kyle Pitts, forty four hundred. So I'll probably predominantly have. Kelsey in like 50, 60% of my lineups. Then I'll sprinkle in shares of, of Thomas and Pitts and Everett next. And then one or maybe one or two shares of Conklin and maybe a guy. just wanted to make sure my... I put the guy's face up there because I'm sure nobody has no idea what Tyler Conklin looks like. So there he is. There's the guy that you are inserting into your lineups for a little bit of risk. How do you feel after that, Jason? After you finally see the man. I'm not a fan of that haircut. I don't know if that's a man <laughs> bun or it's just like it's he's like got the beard going on, man. Rocking rock a heck of a beard right now. Yeah, I don't know. This definitely doesn't make me want to play him more, man. My ownership goes down. I think, at least like I think 5% this makes me not want to play him at all. Uh, seeing yeah. this, and I know he's getting a little bit more of an opportunity, but I think those numbers right there. Yeah, game, probably, like if you got his last game that he had that he just had up there, I think he went for three. Yeah, three catches for forty yards. That's all you want. You know, a 70-yard game from him, a seven-point game from him, it's really all you need from somebody at that price tag. So if you get that, you'll be you'll be completely happy on, on Sunday night. Yeah, Jason referenced it a few times, and you can be using it. Like We use the tools. We at Wayne Daily Sports don't just make the tools. We use them. There's a reason why we have them, because we use them, and then you see – all of the winning slips by the end of the week, every single week. So sign up windailysports.com. Use the promo code NFL2021. You can get six months of a Wind Daily Gold Premium membership for $199. That is down from the $299 value. That's a hundred bucks you save for six months for tools, for articles, DFS chats, everything that we use to win. For our DFS lineups, you can use as well, and you can get $100 off by just using the promo code NFL2021 on a six-month membership. Jason, well done, my man. Spectacular it's funny, job. It's funny you say that, like, we use our own tools. Yeah, oh, when yeah, ask absolutely. Me, when people ask me questions, like, in our expert chat, so we have this expert chat, all the pros are in there, me and you are in there, 20 other guys are in there helping everybody out. I always get the question, who do you like, this guy versus that guy? Guess where off you the go. Top of my head, <laughs> off the top of my head, I, I probably have a guess. But like, I go to the projection model and I see what the projection said. There's so much time and effort put into the numbers. Before, I might have a hard take. Like, I'm not a big TJ Hawkinson guy, or I don't think Kittle. I'll have my personal take on certain players. But if it's if it comes down to like, I think it's even. And it's whatever the projection model the projection says. Model, then, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'll go with. So like, yeah. right now. I think Logan Thomas and Kyle Pitts are pretty even. My gut's telling me I want to play Pitts. The model has Logan Thomas ahead by like seven-tenths of a point. So, like, it's really close. So I'll probably go with my gut over that. But, like, this right. projection model gives you the framework 
that it's going to be right more times than it's not. It has no personal biases. This runs and backtest off data on top of data on top of matchups and more data. This is the math behind everything that goes on. So, like, when you get the membership, hop in our expert chat and ask us questions about strategy and, you know, what types of lineups should be in what types of contests. But when you're building alone at night, focus in on the projection models. We have a lineup optimizer. Then you get another set of projection models you can compare to our, our projection models that are done by Nick and our projection models are done by our optimizer team. And then you can kind of crunch them together and make these optimals and make very variations and, and stuff like that. Use the tools. The tools are super important and, and use the expert chat to validate and, and answer the tough questions for you. But we use the tools that we put behind our own lineups and Nick's going to have, so much money at risk, like I'll probably yeah. have three to five thousand dollars at risk. He'll have a lot more than that. And he's these projection models are the same ones that he uses to, to build his right. lineup. Exactly. So take advantage. We have of them the for tool. a reason because we yeah. use them as well. And you and that's 100%. why we're giving the tools available to everybody else. And that's the great thing about signing up for gold membership. You have all the tools that we use, sticks uses again, even for high stakes and a lot of money in DFS lineups. Same with you. You use all of these tools for a reason because they work. So windailysports.com, use the promo code NFL2021. That is it for us. Have a great weekend. We are going to be, of course, shows all throughout the weekend and getting you ready, especially Sunday. We have Sticks and Ghosts. That's our, that's our show. Like if we have a flagship show. That is our guy, Sticks and Ghosts, and they're going to be doing it Sunday mornings before the uh, slate locks. So make sure to tune into that and more at WindailySports.com and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more DFS content at WindailySports. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.